So we're we're a Christian um, group of guys, and we're all followers of Christ. And I do want to talk a little bit about this. And I look up, and he's trying to click the camera on, and I go 72 yards. My strategy was completely different. I east got up these areas, and I knew the terrain features I wanted to hunt. These smaller bucks start hitting it, and then the older age class deer start hitting it. I think our deer at home have bigger ranges than we want to admit, just I, because of the more pressure. I 100% agree. I think that I would rather use a scrape line because I imagine that there's more bucks hitting a scrape line because the line's longer. <laughs> <laughs> Elevated sets are great. Um, different cameras respond different to them because what a lot of people don't understand is it's not a uh, motion sensor that set these cameras off. Wrap it up, Kevy. Send us home, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of Born Again Bowhunting Podcast. <laughs> so we actually had some uh, viewer questions, and we'll get to that in a little bit, but that was pretty cool to get one right off the rip. Yeah, You know yeah. I mean? First episode, we kind of advertised that we want to take some questions, and, you know, you yeah. guys responded. That's awesome. Yep. Yeah, so Cromer had mentioned last podcast that we're going to do kind of like a Q&A, and to be honest, we really didn't have anything figured out, but... For today, we got to have it figured out now because we got a question in. So that's right. But yeah, we we weren't sure if we were gonna do it um every like answer the questions every month or every podcast. But we thought this would be a great way to dive into the podcast and um let everyone know and rewind everybody that we are we are gonna do a Q and A. So if you have any yeah. questions, please reach out to us. Uh, Bornagainbowhunting dot com. No, sorry, <laughs> that's our merch. <laughs> that's our merch. If you want to buy a t shirt, go there. Bornagainbowhunting at gmail.com. Reach out to us, or you can do a live message via Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. So why don't we dive into who makes this possible and then we'll dive into the question. So we actually have a new ad, and we're going to try to keep these ads, these ad reads pretty short because I know that you guys mm -hmm. don't want a 20 minute, half hour ad read sesh like some other podcast. We're not going to do that. We're going to keep it. We're going to try to keep it under, you know, five to eight minutes, roughly. Yep. But we also have to, you know, we have to tell you guys about some products that help us out. And ultimately, if you wanted to be more successful, in our opinion, they'll help you out. Mm -hmm. So um, new new ad this this week is Kudu Point Broadheads. Um, and I'll just start with them. Uh, we do not have a code or anything. It was just an email that was sent. Uh, that I got this morning was like, hey, yeah, let's let's talk in more detail about it, but let's start running ads. So we're going to start running ads. Eventually, we will have a code for you guys to save some money on. And if you guys want like a good single bevel broadhead, you know, I can't say anything more about Kudu Point. We've used them for years, years and, you know, always had a lot of success with them. If we haven't had success, it's always shot placement issues. Mm -hmm. And that's with any broadhead. That's any head. broadhead. So yeah. like, you know, a lot of guys argue the mechanical thing because of the big cutting diameter, but it's like, you know, you kill a deer with a field point if you shoot it in the heart, mm -hmm. you know? So it's yeah. like, you can't, you know, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole, but Kudu Point, we're excited to have them on for the ad. We've always ran their stuff. They've been a partner of the show for a long time, but now we have them on the podcast. Uh, quick side note. Uh, I think they're one of the most accurate broadheads. So as far as, as a single bevel. As a single bevel. Yeah, yep, because you tune a ton of broadheads yeah. coming into to hunting season for guys. So yeah. you have more experience with that than we do. And when we first picked those guys up, when I was when I did have a pack and I shot them, it was like I 
it was like 50, 60 yards, and I've always had issues with fixed blades, and with those, it was like, tink, and I moved my wrist, like, maybe like a 16th of an inch at the most, and they were just hitting behind the field mm-hmm. tips, so... From somebody that doesn't hunt that much, they've been, they look like a good, they're a gray broadhead. Yep. So you guys can check them out at kudupoint.com. And uh, eventually we will have a code for you. So if you want to save some jingle, I would uh, maybe check out the heads now and then maybe add a couple to your cart, but do not hit that checkout until we have that code for you. Yeah. Getting into the next one is Dark Knight Outdoors. Um, guys, it's like coyote season. I mean, you might not think the of old coyotes the weather, are running. but uh, they're going to be coming pretty thick again i think breeding season's coming up in like no end of january february that's Some, what i've always heard at sometime. least so now's the time to get your yourself some thermal gear um if you're going to get into coyote hunting or even better your gear that you already have now so head on over to dark night outdoors and save some money with ba23 and ba23a at checkout sweet all right you want to do premiere i sure can um so with premiere outdoors we've been shopping there for many many years and the guys there they treat us very good um we've got a little bit of a uh, update for the ad um we've uh premier has a savage 110 hunter 400 legend all black comes with a vortex crossfire and they're selling them for 5.99 so i know that's a, a new round Big that's money. come out so I can't talk much on the gun stuff, but no, I, I, people are excited about that round. Honestly, I don't know much about the round. I just know that it's, quote unquote, in between the 350 and the 450. Yeah. I'm sure there's some people listening to this that are just like screaming at the <laughs> at the uh, radio or whatever you're listening to, Yeah, freaking out about how we're, we don't know anything about the 400, but we don't. truly we don't. You no, can it's yell. A, it's ahead. new. It's a new round, and Premier's got a couple guns in stock. Yeah. Comes with a combo kit, so... Yeah, looks looks cool. Head over there and buy you a gun. Get you a gun. And then um, don't forget our promo code is Born Again Bow Hunting 2024. 2024. Yeah. And that is 10% off everything in the store except for Matthew's bows, guns, and, th- and items that are already on sale. And thermals. And thermals. Yeah. And just make sure you mention that discount at the checkout and you can cash in on that, which, yep. like we said in the past, that is a pretty good savings because as we all know, us hunters, we like to get into some expensive toys. Oh, yeah. So we can at least pay your Uncle Sam. <laughs> yep. Pay that, yep. that tax for you, at yep. least, and a little bit more. So yep. All right, last one before we get into the podcast is Wise Eye. Um, as always, you guys know that we absolutely love Wise Eye cameras. We've, we use way too many of them for the good. But um, if you guys want to save 10% at checkout, you can use all lowercase born again. And um, I can't talk about their top-notch customer service and their quality in cameras. You guys know the deal. We love them. We use them. And that's the ad reads for this week. Let's get into the podcast. Yeah. Show! <laughs> I don't know why. I'm kind of excited about this one just because of it's two very good questions. Something from, something new. Yeah. yeah. So, Cromer. So, okay. Head us off. What was this gentleman's name again? Garrett. Garrett. Okay. So, uh, Gary emailed us, and he sent us two questions. One is hunting-related, and the second is um, like a faith question, which is awesome because of— Keep them coming. That's what this podcast is Mm -hmm. about, hunting in our faith, which is awesome. Okay, so here's the first question. Garrett says, uh, we bought some property in southeast Ohio this year, put a bunch of effort with improvements into it, but it never had any bucks worth a darn. Started networking through folks in the area, the rest of Ohio, and much of the Midwest, and it seemed to be more common of an occurrence than folks having quote-unquote shooters. We know EHD hit last year. There was a drought this summer as well as an epic acorn drop, 
But do you all uh, all plausible theories why this season has had many guys never seeing the buck quality they're used to or would expect this season? So if I, if I read that clear, clearly enough, what do you guys think about that? I mean, I got like Go two, two points here. So like EHD was really bad last year, and I don't know exactly where their property is, but like the big section of the southeast was hit really, hammered. really hard. It got hammered. We've talked to a number of people down there, and like yeah. just the, the deer numbers in general are way down. I think that's part of it. And two, it's your first year there, like – it's it's hard to figure out a property depending on the size and and have bucks show up even if you make improvements mm-hmm. for them to be comfortable and, and like make that their home range. So the good news is he bought the property, so that's he's not leasing it. Yeah, so so what, he's there for a long haul. So that could be um, some in the long haul. Like you said, yeah, in the long haul, he could turn this into something like a sanctuary for these deer. Yeah, right. But even here for me, like. The number of shooters that I got on camera this year were far less than last year. And we I haven't found any dead deer from EHD or any type mm-hmm. of disease. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, I've had the, like, Kim, he showed up only two or three times on camera. He was, he came up a lot last year, did he, he not? Yeah, yeah, a lot. Like, it was like every two weeks or so. So, like, I don't know if that deer just, his home range shrunk down because of his age or what. But, like, that's just the example I know because... That was my most frequent shooter last year, and like this year, like I said, two or three times on camera. Mm-hmm. Not to say he's not on the property more, but that's the only proof I have. Yeah, and then also, Garrett, I would I would also emphasize that you guys did, I think, um, if I remember right, the question stated that you guys did a lot of work. Um, a lot of times, you don't see instant success mm-hmm. off of that work, mm-hmm. and um, you guys bought the property, did some management. Um you know, I assume food plots were involved, maybe some hinge cutting. You, I know that the question didn't get into specific details, but I'm just assuming. Go ahead. You know, and, you know, one would think that, you know, you would want to see instant success, but a lot of times it takes maybe a season or two for them deer to kind of reevaluate the area and kind of get a feel for it because, you know, not to sound like a broken record, but essentially you kind of, you know, dist- I don't want to say destroyed because you, you're improving the ha- habitat, but you destroyed but their bedroom, basically. You definitely what, mix it up. Yeah, them. what they were used to, it, destroyed is not the right word. Thank you. You mixed it up. Yeah. So, like, they, they might feel a little bit uncomfortable at first. I would definitely be a little bit patient. Um, the EHD thing, we're not in southeastern Ohio. We're northeastern, so we didn't get hit with it. But I know we've got a lot of buddies down there that got hammered mm-hmm, with it mm-hmm. and, like, aren't seeing mature deer at all. So, you know. And that was his question also. It's like, not just him, but a lot of guys that he knows. Yep. Um, yeah. Just keep grinding. That's all yeah. I can say is because you're not the only one. If if you were reaching out to other people and they were like, oh, I got shooters left and right, then we would, it would be a different conversation. But to be honest, I've we've never dealt with EHD, but from some people that I know from the out, from Midwest that um, I've talked to about EHD, they always say after a giant EHD, they always have a killer season in three or four years. Yeah. Like, because everybody's afraid to shoot them little bucks because there are no bucks around. So, like, in three or four years from now, you're just going to have a bunch of giants running around. Yeah. And that's the truth because everybody's like, oh, I don't want to kill that little buck because there's no big ones around. Mm-hmm. Let's let them grow. And it's almost like a management thing, so it's kind of cool. But, yeah, um, just keep grinding. Keep doing what you're doing. I'm sure you didn't do anything, you know, crazy to, to mess anything up. I just think you just got to take some time, be yeah. patient with it. Yeah, it seems like everybody else has – your years it's like a roller coaster it seems mm-hmm. like for a lot of guys yeah. their hunting seasons so. i mean yeah this has been this has been the toughest season that i've ever had yeah. 
So, yeah, just keep your head down and keep after it. But yep. With the details that he gave us, that's that's kind of our rough um, answer to that. Yep. So you want to read the next question? Yeah. So the next one paraphrase? is yeah. The next one's a little bit of a longer question, but it does talk about um, Garrett's faith, um, and he's ha- and it seems like he's with the question he's having trouble um, finding a church and staying with a church. And I, you know, I think a lot of people, especially lately, um, have had the same issue. And I know that I've gone through the same issue as well. Um, and so for the, the, the quick answer from me, um, and I was in the same situation with my wife, it's um, you just sometimes you walk into a church on Sunday morning and you don't know anybody. You sit in the back, you listen to a message and you pop out as you fast as you can. Peace out. Peace out as fast as you can. And you're trying to get the most that you can from that Sunday morning service. You're trying to listen to the sermon. The people don't necessarily feel welcoming when you're there. Um, and it's also really hard when you go to a new church to like really put your neck out there and like to talk to, to people. people. Yeah, yeah, just talk to people. Yeah. I mean, that's it's really awkward and tough. So nobody's to blame. And um, it's, just, it's just hard. And it seems like when we were kids, your parents just had a church and you just went to it. Mm-hmm. No questions asked. And it feels like a lot of people our age are, now that we're on our own, I feel like a lot of people our age are struggling with this as well. Um, and so my answer is, uh, if you have, first off, if you have any friends that you know are constant churchgoers, start there and see if they really like their church and if they're involved and just maybe tag along with them. Mm-hmm. That would probably be the first the first thing you do. If you have any close friends or semi-close friends that you can see yourself you know, becoming better friends with, you know, maybe start there. Maybe say, hey, are you going to church anywhere? You know, how are things? Can I join you? That would be the first thing. Um, and if that doesn't work out, um, this takes a little bit more uh, almost luck, I would say. But what uh, worked for me and my wife is um, we joined a small group. And we really uh, fell in love with the small group. And the people there have kept us engaged. And we it, it builds a, a little bit of a community that you cannot do just going on Sunday mornings. Mm-hmm. And that really is kind of the heart of the issue is it's really difficult to build community and to get deeper relationships when you're just there on Sunday mornings for 45 minutes or an mm-hmm. hour and you dip in and out. Just small talk in the lobby or something. Yeah, it's very, very difficult. Um, that would be my thing is, like I said, find a small group. And, it you know, it does take some, you know, it takes some Work. R- bravery to, yeah. to mm-hmm. just join a random small group and a random if, if you're doing this kind of random and just jumping from church to church, um, it does take some you know bravery to just go do that. But um, if you're serious about your faith, and I would agree with what he was saying, is it's important to you know get involved, get in mm-hmm. a church. Um, it does build your faith in different ways than just you know like we talked about being in the woods. And then yeah. and then another thing that just popped in my mind is like that, and maybe this isn't applicable but that um reading that we're doing is open to anybody right yeah like, I, as far as i know that's what i from my understanding so um garrett if you're listening to this and you want to you want to maybe not dive into the small group head on like what cromer was saying just because of you're uncomfortable or you don't have the church to try it mm-hmm. we are starting a um like a book read an accountability, um, group, an accountability group with some guys um, in the hunting industry, uh, Cody from Whitetail Legacy Podcast is also doing it with us and a couple other guys. Mm-hmm. And um, if if you want to get tagged in on that, just message us or email me or whatever. Um, and, you know, we'd be more than happy to 
You know, I, yep. I don't know how it's going to be structured, but that's cool. I mean, like we can, yeah, we can build our own community. Yeah, that's a yeah. good idea. Why not? Yeah. You know, I mean, and you know, from talking to Cody, this is this is open to anybody listening. Mm -hmm. So if anybody out there is listening that wants, you know, to be just get involved, to be bit. more involved in kind of like a quote unquote small group, but not necessarily one at your church. Um, I don't want to say that we're starting a small group, but it's definitely no. an accountability group. Yeah. The book that we're reading is uh, No More Excuses or something like that. I'm, By Tony I, Evans. I yeah. haven't got it yet. It's still it's still ship, or it's shipping currently. But um, it's basically a book to be the man that God wants you to be. Mm -hmm. So we're going to read that together, and it's going to be like a weekly thing where we read X amount, whether it's a chapter, you know, 10 pages, whatever it may be. We're going to read that um, once a week, and then we're going to talk about it, so... Yeah, but just to close up his question is the just to close out the question, he asked, should I keep trying to find a new church um until I find the right one? Just like randomly. And that just goes back to the front of my question is if you have anybody in your life that does is involved in the church and um your friends, semi friends, that's where I would start. Mm -hmm. Start with somebody you know. And then if not, then yeah, if you feel you know, feel led to keep looking for a church, keep doing it because it's it is the right thing, yeah. in my opinion. It and like right our thing. our church, I would say definitely go more than just one time too. Yes, that too. And if you like it, if yes. you like the church, yeah. So like our church, they always have like a at the welcome center any new attendees mm -hmm. to to come and just meet one of the pastors Get or a donut. you know somebody. Yes, they they have donuts there and like yeah. a little gift bag. But like they can set you up with with somebody to maybe stay in contact with, and that makes the makes a big difference yeah. at church. Like. When you go to church and you know somebody, you can have a conversation with them. You can reach out to them yep. versus just going in blind and like yeah. sitting in the back corner, you know, something like that. And as soon as service is over, you're out of there because yeah. Yeah. it makes a big difference once you get connected with people. It really does. And then ultimately, before we wrap up this this questionnaire, the biggest thing that I think that we kind of skipped over is just praying about it. Oh, yes. yeah. Thank like, you. Yeah. You know, ultimately, us sitting here telling you what to do is nothing compared to you praying about yeah. it. So pray about it and have a meaningful conversation with God and just ask him what he wants you to do. And it may not be answered right away, but I promise he will answer you. Yep, and your heart's in the right spot. So mm -hmm. that's awesome. Yep. Because, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of people that can relate to your struggle. Yep. And yep. I, yeah, we all, a lot we've of people all been can. there. Yeah. Yeah. Every single been. one of us has been there. Yep, because people are, no matter where you go, people are tough. Yeah. And you get a group of people together and just sometimes things don't go great mm -hmm. because we're imperfect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how it goes. So, but thank you, Garrett, for the questions. And if you liked that little segment and you want to get a little bit of uh, advice from us, not saying it's good advice, but <laughs> some advice from us, at least give us something to talk about. We appreciate it. Go yep. ahead and send us the, um, go ahead and send us the email again. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Send us an email or, um, message us on Facebook or excuse me, Instagram. Or give us a video. Yeah. Make, it, make a video for yeah. it. Yeah. Make us laugh. Yeah. That's right. But Okay. Cool. Wrap that up. Let's get into it, Kevin. Yeah. So one thing I was thinking about today, or I guess this past week, um, who do you send your... Not you. Well, what do you mean? I don't trust you. Well, okay, then I'm out. <laughs> All right, good podcast. <laughs> Peace. See you later. Uh, one thing I was thinking about is, like, who do you send trail camera pictures to and, like, bounce ideas off of to try to kill a deer throughout the season? Because, I don't know, like, I had a, a buddy send me some pretty good deer, and he's like, well, don't show anybody. Don't send these pictures to anybody. I'm like, if you trust me enough to send them to me, like... What good is it going to do me to send those pictures off and, yeah. and stuff like that? I think that. that's so just like code. It's though. it is because like I do the same thing. Like I, if I if I like 
I got to be careful with how I word this because like you said, Kev, if I'm sending someone a picture of a deer, I already 90% trust them. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's not like I trust my life with them, but it's like, I already trust them a little bit. Right. But then it's like every once in a while, I'll be just like, yeah, don't, don't be sharing that around. Yeah. And then like, dude, it's so hard. It's you truly in today's age with technology and just like social media you have to be so careful Mm -hmm. with who you show deer with because you know it's a dog eat dog world out there and yeah you know it it might not be ill intent but you know buddy of a buddy sends a picture oh look what my buddy's got on camera and that buddy sends it to his buddy and the next thing you know some neighbor that also has pictures of the deer is like oh where's he hunt and then it gets back to where that picture was and then it's Ah, I would. It's spicy. Send us, send us in your burned uh, stories. Tell yeah, Send <laughs> us in uh, your worst story of getting burned through uh, through trail cam picture. Trail cam pictures. <laughs> yeah. We want to hear about. I mean, it. people lose friends. Oh, like, oh yeah. yeah, truly. Like oh yeah, you know, people get nuts about whitetail. Oh, I mean, kind of. You know, I won't dive into it, but I've lost a few friends over whitetails. Nothing that I did, but it was just like yeah. jealousy or you know, mm-hmm. just like stupidity. It's like, man, it's just a whitetail. Who yeah. cares? You know. Yeah. But it's their loss, you know. No, I just I I find it funny, and especially like on um some of the Facebook pages right now, like somebody will post up a big picture of a deer and like I haven't seen this deer since gun season. Oh, and, and they're and like, they, well, where yet? Well, I'm in this area yeah. of the county and stuff, and they're like they're pretty much giving you the Dude, location I, of this deer, and it's like <laughs> I see that all the time. Oh. It's like on the corner of yada yada road and yada yada yeah. road, and they send us they have like a hundred eighty inch. <laughs> Anybody seen this thing? I'm on the corner <laughs> of you know whatever roads, and I'm just like. I just pull up Onyx, drop a pen. <laughs> there, there she is, yeah. boys. I hope you find them. It, it just blows my mind that people are that open about some no. of that stuff to be on a Facebook page with, you know, 20,000 guys or, yeah. or whatever on the, in the state. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think um, people are just too honest. Like, truly, and I'm an honest person. This is something that I struggle with is like, I, Cromer and I have talked about this a million times. Him and I have very similar views and personalities when it comes to this like we set ourselves at such a high standard and Kevin you as well but we have ne- we've mm-hmm. never like physically had con- this conversation yeah. about it we set ourselves at such a high standard that we just assume that everybody else is at that standard yeah so like it's common sense for us to be like well you don't tell anybody because yeah. like whether or not they said don't share pictures it's just common sense and courtesy and i don't want to say like loyalness or you know whatever but like you're just being a, a truthful honest person and you don't share that stuff yeah. you know and it's like, we feel that because we don't do it, that other people just naturally won't we'll, as well. It, yeah. But I promise you, and here we are on a Christian or a Christian uh, group. I don't want to sound bashing on anybody, but there's there's a lot of people out there that will step on you faster than they can yeah. even blink an eye. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I mean, it's just. But it, that's yeah. with anything. That's not just white. Oh pills. yeah. Just you be know? careful, yeah. man. I, People, yeah, will th- people will get their advantages however they can sometimes. Yeah. And we we were young and dumb like when we first started this Instagram page. And I'm going to call it an Instagram page before it was anything else. Um, we would post pictures of our, our trail cam pictures of big deer and stuff like mm-hmm. that. It's so stupid. I mean, even, well, we've even made the mistake. Well, the, yeah. <laughs> we made one this year. <laughs> this year. <laughs> we, were, we were thinking like, oh, it's public land. We'll just drop a picture. of Nobody's going to know where it's at. Like, it's in the middle of nowhere. Little did we know that we had the coordinates, <laughs> the GPS coordinates on the bottom of the... There's a 180-inch deer on public, boys. Here's the coordinates. Thanks yeah. for the update, wise eye. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was bad on their part. They should have... 
Uh, we talked to them about it, and I think they got that fixed. Yeah, now. there's they? a there's a new thing coming out. For yeah, where they software can, update. Yeah, for it. where they can you can change that. So yeah, you can turn it off on the camera. But yeah. it's, it was it was kind of like one but of. But if things. you turn it off, GPS is off for the camera. Yeah. So they're making it so it's not mm. on the timestamp anymore. Gotcha. But GPS is still live on the camera. Yep, yep. that makes so sense. that's yep. sweet. And that's nice. But, but yeah, I mean, I think at some point in time, like what you said, starting out and stuff, and even us this year, like you you just get so confident in it, or like you want to make something worth a post, you know what I yeah. mean? Like yeah. you want to grab some attention, really. But so I, some, I've got sometimes a, it bites you. I got a question for both of you. Okay. We'll start with Cromer. Mm. So I know you don't hunt a lot, but let's just say in life, how many people do you truly feel you could trust? Like if you texted if if your life depended on hey do not tell anybody this but they don't know that they you got a gun to your head kind of situation and this is all hypothetically you know don't tell anybody or old cromer's getting axed (laughs) how many people are you trusting like truthfully i mean two or three i mean think about that though and that's kind of what my answer i thought i thought your answer would be kevin i'm probably higher than that honestly you think so yeah like Kevin's got better friends than you. <laughs> I don't know. I would say like eight to ten. Eight to ten people. Yeah. That you I'm changing would... my answer. Well, there's I'm there's two of you guys four. here in the room. Yeah, that's true. Four or five. If probably. Jerry was here. Yeah. 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 Okay. Four or five probably. Then after I'm I'm talking outside of this group, Kevin. Okay. So yeah, like outside of our friend group, probably like <sighs> two. Outside of born again yeah. hunting, probably yeah, two maybe three. So yeah, actually you're right. It'd be like around f- six to eight people, yeah. probably. Dude, I, I would still say eight that. to ten, like our small group and, and sure. stuff. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. See, I, I I'm bad. I don't have a small group, but um, I I used to think that I needed like a million friends. Yeah, but I'm mm-hmm. I'm out of that phase yeah. now. I just have like a really close four, group four of friends. Group, yeah, and honestly, like you guys are between that. My college buddies that I still talk to and Shayna, like, there's there's like two groups of friends that I hang out with. Well, three. I got my archery friends that I truly trust. Mm-hmm. Well, Chad, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> I love you to death, but you can't keep a secret. <laughs> I love you to death, buddy, but I ain't telling you if there's a gun to my head. <laughs> and uh, he'll be so, so offended if he ever listens. To this. <laughs> he won't. He'll be so he offended. won't. No, he won't. So I've got my archery group. And then I got this group, and then I got, like, my college buddies, and that's it. Yeah. You know? I guess, like, when I, I guess I take things to the next level. Like, I, I'm i either, like, so close with you or texting every day, or I don't talk to you. Like, yeah. that's kind of where I've been like that for a long time, and I I, I prefer that. I don't have time for anything else Well, that's the thing. That. Yeah. That's the thing, man. We, we don't have time in our lives to just... Like, if you aren't going to make time for me, and I hate to sound like this, I'm not going to make time for you. And I know that's a bad thing to say, but it's like in today's society, like it's, it's half and half, you know, like you gotta, you gotta give some, take some. Yeah. And, uh. I don't know where I was going with it. I just thought yeah, it'd be cool I mean, it kind of ties, but I mean, it was a fun question. Like that kind of ties back into the, yeah. I mean, uh, so how many, how many people outside of that core eight to 10, would you send a big buck to Kevin? Couple or not even. Well, see, but that's the thing. You got that's, hunting buddies, though. Yeah. I would say a couple. So outside of that eight or 10, you have a couple more guys you'd send that book. Yeah. To. Yeah, sure. But truthfully, like, honest to God, and this is the truth. I know you guys have heard about honey. Besides you guys, I have sent that deer to... Now, I've showed some people in person, mm-hmm. like on my phone. Mm-hmm. But like actually sending them a picture, 
I have maybe sent that picture to two or three people mm. outside of this group. Yeah. And that's just that good. And if you're listening to this and you're one of them people, there you go. You made you made you, it. You made the list. <laughs> I just man, I just I mean a deer like that, no thanks. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Why well, ask for trouble? People yeah. are crazy. Crazy. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. No, it's and like it just that question ties into life. Like we just did. Like we just did that. But yeah, that question definitely ties into a lot of things. Um but yeah, I think everybody goes through this but as you get older, like we just went through, your your friend group shrinks. Oh, it shrinks big and time. And it's it's for the better. I mean, you don't got time for any of that crap. So and you know what's funny is like this pot it's a hunting podcast, but here we are, you know, talking about life advice, which is cool as well. But um, you know, when we were growing up, everybody talked about how like your best friends you will find later in life, mm-hmm. except for a few. I'm looking at one of them right here. <laughs> I think there's a couple exceptions, but yeah. like truthfully, like my best friends now. You didn't meet until you were. I didn't meet until I was, 20. you know, yeah, an adult. Yeah. Uh, there's are some exceptions like Cromer and I have been best friends since fourth grade, but like, yeah. I mean, other than that, it's all been people I've met later in life. Well, it's, it's also you, you become friends with people you associate the same stuff with like, so in, in yeah. grade school and high school and stuff, like you're almost forced to be <laughs> friends with those people because you're interacting with yes. them. I'm not saying you're forced to be friends with that person, but like you kind of are, these are your friends or the people to choose from to be friends. Yeah, like you see them five days a week yeah. in, in school. I didn't know hardly anybody outside of the high school I went to just because I didn't do anything that associated with other schools or anything like that, yeah. like that type of stuff. So I still have a couple friends from high school that I, I talk to and stuff, but you know, more, more yeah. friends outside of high school and stuff like that. And we're not, we're not saying anybody hasn't, hasn't gone through. It's just yeah. kind of fun to talk about. Oh yeah, yeah. for sure. It's this fun. is definitely not <laughs> anything uh, that people don't know. Yeah, if yeah. They haven't gone through themselves. It's just kind of neat to talk about. And everybody kind of has the same experience for the most part. Yeah. 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 Just getting older, you know? Yeah. No, I, yeah. Okay, so now what? <laughs> uh, well, what else is new? We wanted to talk about like how blessed we were this season, and yeah. and, and just go over our past season and yep. and stuff like our that, like twenty twenty three wrap up basically. Yeah. Um, so let's see who killed first. Did you kill first, Kevin? Yeah, in Indiana. Show. So let's let's just kind of do a recap. Well. I want to start back before that. I want to talk about Colorado a little bit. Yeah. Just and I can talk about uh Kentucky as well. Just mm-hmm. it wasn't anything crazy. Yeah, we didn't have know. success out there as far as punching a tag or not, but like being out there with the group of friends that I went out to Colorado with and and walking around in the mountains and stuff like that. It was just it was awesome to explore new territory, um a new state where I've never really hiked around before or anything like that and it was awesome. I mean, yeah. I had a good time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that was a, a a trip that I was able to go on and favorite thing about uh, out west and least favorite thing about out west. Um, favorite thing, honestly, it, the views. Like, it's just stuff that we don't have here. The mountain, the terrain, and stuff like that. It was just beautiful. And like the time of year we were out there, it was the aspen trees were starting to change color and stuff like that. So you'd have like pockets of evergreens and then pockets of like this amber yellow color of the, the aspens and stuff like that. It was really cool. Um, least favorite. Um, hmm. I mean, we had a good time. I Maybe just 
the elk in general. Yeah, just the the not getting on elk yeah. how we kind of expected to or or figured we would. Um, you know, after especially after day one, we saw a, a good group and multiple bulls in that group, but they were so far away, and we bounced to a different location due to um, elevation sickness for one of the guys, and um, we just never could catch up to him again. So. Not to derail this whole thing, but mm-hmm. I've just seen like the most more recent news is the uh, reintroduction of wolves to Colorado. Oh, everyone's yeah. freaking out. I, I don't want to get too far off track, but it is something to talk about. I've yeah. just seen a lot of people in their stories just losing their minds, which yeah. I absolutely agree with. Yeah, I I don't I, know much about it. Do you guys know much I, about it? I, I didn't dive too I, deep I didn't into do, it. I didn't do too much research mm-hmm. on it, but I guess the same type of thing happened in previous states before. Or other states before. A lot of the local ranchers will annihilate them before they even breed, is what I've been told. Really? So anybody that doesn't know, I believe they released three males and two females into somewhere in Colorado. I don't even know what location. um, It was near a bunch of uh, national parks. Mm -hmm. I can't remember exactly where, but it was a very populated area for like tourists. And I think the reason why they did it was just because of... uh, you know, national parks, you know, well, the herds yeah. get out of control. And that, and too, like, I'm I'm guessing wolves were a native species at one point in time. They yeah. just became extinct or, well, or something in see, that but area. Well, here's the argument. They, people, they didn't go extinct for no reason. They're an apex predator. Right. Like, we, we as humans, yeah. took them out. Yeah. And it's, half of me thinks, like, yeah, all, I'm all about the fuzzy wolves and stuff sometimes, but it's like, there's a reason why. Well, you know, a pack of wolves. We're not talking about a little forty-pound dog, right? Do you want a pack of coyotes running around where yeah, honey is? No, no, not at all. Yeah, and it's like we're talking about a hundred and twenty-pound animal. A big, a big male wolf is, you know, that hunts in groups. Dude, they eat. Imagine the groceries that that thing goes mm-hmm. through. And you know, maybe we're being selfish because we want the elk and we want the mule deer and all this. But like, dude, that's a that's an apex predator. And there's nobody. There's nothing out there. Maybe, maybe a grizzly. But is there any grizzlies in Colorado? See, I don't even know. Um, northwest area. I don't know if there's any like confirmed, but like it's speculated yeah. that they're up in that area. I mean, there's no predator to a wolf. You know? No, it's just. No. I don't. I don't think even a grizzly bear would necessarily attack one. No, like I mean, maybe you know, if, if it was defending food, carcass or know, something. Yeah, like that, but yeah, yeah. A pack of wolves take out a grizzly. I, I'm sure that it would. Oh, they would. Oh, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, grizzly would bay themselves. You know, they bay themselves in a the corner. But yeah, I don't know. Going back to your question, like I, I'm not a biologist, but I, I just from the outside looking in without a lot of research, I think it's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. But obviously, and you just said a second ago talking about introducing more wolves to lower the elk population. Why? What's wrong with giving out more tags to go? Well, Colorado is one of the only states with over-the-counter tags, so I don't know if I, that's even an argument. From what I read, it was. No, national parks. It was in parks, parks where there wasn't any hunting gotcha, allowed. Gotcha. Well, then well why don't you sell a high-dollar tag to go well, shoot see, a big mega bull? That's what I'm saying, man. Archery only. Yeah. I understand not letting, yeah. letting you know guns in there. I right. totally get that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, seriously, I agree, dude. Like, I think that there's... Uh, see, but then... We, we can, also don't know what we're talking about. I'm just... I'm yeah, just, we're just... We're just having a conversation. conversation. I'm just yeah. saying, like, yeah. I don't know why it was introduced. I don't know any of the yeah, reasons I, for it. But. I mean, not to get too political, but you're going to have the left side, yeah. and everybody knows what I'm talking about, that they're going to want the wolves mm-hmm. versus, you know, how cruel are you to go in there with a bow and arrow and kill this thing versus <laughs> I, they have no idea what them wolves do to them. Yeah, yeah right? I would rather die by Eat them alive. a weapon than getting torn apart by some wolves. Yeah, seriously. Normally what a wolf does, and I'm no expert, and we don't live out west, but everybody listening probably knows, you know, they take out, 
the Achilles first. Yeah. They rip their back legs. They, all the tendons mm-hmm. in the, the back of their legs, they rip them out so they can't run. And then normally when they can't run, they just eat them from the rear end up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, Same come on, coyotes. come on, yeah. people. You yeah, know? like not a fun way to go. I don't want, I don't want that. And as as hunters, we sit here and we don't want to see that, you know. Yeah. So it's like, eh, it's frustrating. Yeah. Not to get too far off topic, but I kind of wanted to talk about this on the podcast, and it ties in. What do you guys think about the old boy poaching that? Uh, <sighs> that <laughs> That's a fun conversation. That giant man. So what yeah. I've read is that he only, the only thing that he's messed up on that they've publicly come out with is the written permission. Yeah. So, but... Do you really I, think he killed it on that property? I, I don't think that they're going to release all the evidence on an open investigation. Like, it's still ongoing. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm guessing so there's So he's more not stuff. convicted yet? Well, they I don't con- know. They confiscated the... Yeah. Brackets and I've read... I've re- And now this is Facebook Warriors, so yeah. take it as it is. Yeah. And trust me, guys, everything that we're saying is not in Scripture. We're just... We're kind of just spreading rumors, <laughs> to be well, honest. Well, the only thing that we've seen that no DNR has posted has been the permission stuff. Yeah, that's what they said, yeah. Yeah, because they had an official statement come out mm-hmm. yesterday, I believe. North North American Whitetail did an article yeah, on that. they did, yeah. Sorry, I just drooled all over myself. <laughs> North American Whitetail did a, a uh, but article on that statement. So if you watch the Hunter podcast with him in studio, he admits to having permissions by From his, his sister... sister on the property where he claims he shot it, like beginning of October timeframe somewhere. Yeah, and the so, sister is quote unquote from the podcast partial f- owner, fifty fifty owner because they were going to build a house, so like, um, the her name needed to be on the deed of the property to In build this to house build. to get a loan and, yeah. and go through the process. Whatever doesn't matter. That's but yeah, I. A lot of gray areas, I think. And like <laughs> listening to that podcast, I went into it with an open mind because this was already after a lot of the rumors had been flying that, you know, this deer was poached and, and this and that. Like I tried to not think about any of that stuff, but man, there's a couple things in the podcast uh, that he says that dude. like two answers to the same question or like dude, it's two so... different times and stuff like that. Somebody had pointed out to me, <clears throat> shout out Alex, if you're listening to this. Alex had told, we were in like a group chat about it today, and he said that um, he quote unquote forgot his phone, right? Mm-hmm. And I'll have to listen back to the podcast because if this is true, this would be, this is kind of cool. But according to Alex, he says in the podcast that he uses his phone as a flashlight mm. while tracking, oh, I didn't while looking that. for the deer. Interesting, because I did hear that he didn't have his phone on him. So yeah. I don't know if that's true. I haven't looked. I haven't. So Alex, if that's false information, you're 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 next. <laughs> you're toast. <laughs> yeah, but um, you're never on the podcast again. <laughs> but um, if that is true, like, and and honestly, like like you said, Kev, we want to give this this young kid the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. But as hunters and outdoorsmen, the story is fishy. It's, it is like fishy. I can see something going wrong or you forgetting something, but like, I don't know, just that. And then like, he, he said that the deer was coming in at like 4.30 or something. And then he shot it right at before the end of legal. It's just, it's like, just a fishy story. That's a two hour window right there at that And then also he, there's just some, there's just some like facts about everything that he just kind of like stuff that you wouldn't forget about. For example, I could ask you how many acres does your property mm-hmm. have that you hunt on and you I'm you, not going to say triple the amount. No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, exactly. Yeah. You're you're going to know to the 10 acres, you're going to say roughly this. This old boy 
he had no clue. And whether yeah. or not he was just saying that. my sister. He was just saying that to like, but I, I mean, guys, if you want to find, I don't want to like ruin the people that hunt in the area, but if you want to listen to the podcast, he basically drops exactly oh. where he kills this thing. I found it on Onyx. You found it. And then today on Facebook, uh, Christopher Leppert that we had on earlier on a, a form, he posted the same picture yeah. of the property. And yeah. Cause like, he, t- he, he, he meant- tells you exactly where it is. Yep. He tells you exactly where it is. He he describes it with land features and ponds. I will say he he describes the property very well. Um, it's like maybe four acres, not thirty. Yeah, and I'm I don't remember. It could be seven acres. Yeah, I think it was but, closer to seven. But it's still like, like that's a big jump. That's even a big even difference. if you don't want to give the property away, I would just say a small a piece. Small piece. Yeah. But then you give your the landowner's name. Yeah, never <laughs> never do that. Never do that. Yeah. And here's the other thing that that drives me not up a wall, but like okay. Let's say hypothetically, I want to go poach this deer. Okay. So Maddie goes out hypothetically. Now, hear me out. I go out and poach this deer. Do you think that it would make <laughs> sense for Maddie to reach out to some of the biggest podcast out there and run my mouth about this deer? <laughs> yeah. It's like, come on, man. Like, half of me wants to think that there's people out there that aren't that dumb, but it's like, also, it's like, man. You know what I mean? Like so, if he would have just kept his mouth shut, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm not promoting poaching by all means. If you poach, I think you are a loser. End of end of discussion. Yeah, for sure. But if he poached that deer, if he would have just kept his mouth shut, didn't say anything, the game warden, according to his podcast, already came out and checked out the gut pile and mm-hmm. checked out where he shot it. And if that all checked out, like. Dude, nine times out of ten, nothing, nothing would have happened. Yeah, mm-hmm. but because he wanted this he pro- fame, I wonder how many people call the game were not after that podcast. Dude, there had to have been just dozens. random, random dozens. people that didn't even know him. Like, hey, you need to listen to this. I, I would, so yeah. in the podcast, he claims that the deer never left the property, and he he tracked it to however far it went. He gutted it there, caped it out the best that he could, and took whatever meat was salvageable. But yet, there's pictures of it hanging in a barn. Yeah, yeah, there's I know. A, there's the, a picture of him it holding like, it in the back of the truck, in the back of a truck, and then also like Caped in out. somebody's backyard, like uh, a barn or a shed or something in the background, not too far away. And from his description, it was in the middle of the woods, and it never left that woods or that spot. Yeah. So like stuff like that. That mm, yeah, I mean, come on, guys, I, we're I don't talking know. about somebody that didn't have a bow. Well, didn't have he had a high powered rifle. That's why, <laughs> and that that's just me being an idiot. But just just stuff like that where he states facts and then he posted these pictures. Like mm, that's where yeah. I kind of. And like, then the like, other thing that the big red flag for me was, and I thought this since day one of listening to the podcast. The big red flag was supposedly him and his buddy went back the next day mm-hmm. in the morning mm-hmm. and found this thing. Every single picture is at night. night. There is one picture of it laying there in the daylight. One picture. One picture that okay. I've seen. Okay. Well, may I could so, be I could be eating my own words, but, but but if any of us here shot oh. that deer, we would at least want one picture of Jeez us it, with dude. our buddy taking a picture of daylight dude, with, with been, a cell phone camera. I'd have been cheesing behind that. And thing. honestly, any more the cell phone cameras, if you oh. have any kind of decent camera, like it's just as good a quality as the run of the mill DSLR, mm. where where the average person has uh-huh. to and, take a picture. But you know, guys, listen to the podcast. I mean, honestly, I think it was a, I think it was a good podcast. It's mm-hmm. kind of hard to listen to just because the whole time you're just like, eh, <laughs> you know, this story just doesn't sound a hundred percent accurate. But I mean, it is a good podcast, and 
you know, if it's truly he only didn't have written permission from his stepmom or whoever it was that hated him, like, that's kind of... Like, we're blowing this out of proportion, in my opinion. Like, if the sister truly gave him permission, and if she truly legally was allowed, mm-hmm. I don't see an issue with it. Yeah. But, um, you know, it is what it is, so... Yeah, I'm sure you guys have all seen pictures of this or... 230-inch potential New World Record typical. Yeah. That's insane. It's huge. Dude, it's the biggest frame deer I've ever seen in my life. And it's... Like- what, it's only like mainframe 10? Yeah, something like that. With some, a little bit of trash or something, just a little bit? Yeah, but not much. And it's 230 inches. And they held it up next to a 180 shed, and it, that 180 shed looked like they look a two-year-old. Yeah. Oh. It seriously looked like this one. Just just a little... Yeah. It'd be equivalent to like a 120 next to a 180, if you wanted to put that into perspective. So like imagine a 120 next to a 180. Now imagine a 180 next to a 230. Yeah. And we're not talking about a freak, nasty, non-typical. We're talking about... Clean, clean frame yeah typical 230 inches it's the most excuse me it's the most impressive white tail that's probably ever walked the earth mm-hmm. period you know so, whether it gets scored or not world record i mean now forever it'll well, be tainted but yeah the the thing that sucks the most is um that deer won't be recognized if it no. if it was poached in any way that deer won't be recognized for what it actually is mm-hmm. and the guys that were legally hunting oh. it Dude, I got cheated. I could you know, go it'd be different that. if like somebody else, another you, hunter shot it, but like to get poached, that's that's cheating the those hunters and that deer. Did you honor. read um and guys remember this is all stuff off Facebook. None of this is factual. Did you see that supposedly the DA, DA yeah. <laughs> the DA of had, that county of, had of, he was hunting that deer. He was hunting that deer and had pictures of him on yeah. his farm. Yeah. And supposedly I read somewhere that was it twenty miles, ten miles? Uh twelve to fourteen. 12 to 14, I believe. Somebody had a picture of that deer 12 miles away. Wow. That, that night. Day, that day he shot it. The wow. day that he shot it. So, wow. Ouch. Not, yeah. not saying deer don't move, especially during that time of year, but like the way he described it in the podcast, that deer went like 40 yards in like an hour. Yeah. Hmm. And I don't see a deer covering that much ground. Open ground. Especially a deer that big. You know, he's like he didn't get that big for no reason. Yeah. Which also, this is just my opinion, makes me even more skeptical that deer is that big and has been alive that long. And this... this Nobody's seen it there. And, and he didn't... This, know. Yeah. And yeah. The, he, this guy climbed in a random tree and shot him. It's like, ooh. I mean, it can happen. That, that can, can happen. happen. But on, it's just like... On side note, I had messaged Hunter mm-hmm. yeah. on Instagram, and I think everybody listening will get a kick out of this. They supposedly are going to do a part two, which with, I with think him they... Or without him? Dude, I don't know. I, I don't know what they'll do. I'd love to have, I would love <laughs> to have him back on. That would be epic if they brought him back. I mean, that, personally... Like, hey, here's all these allegations you want to explain. <laughs> I mean, I think if if it was, you know, but hypothetically, did, if it was me, I think I'd want to be on the podcast yeah, to explain to defend yourself. Yeah, because like for the rest of your life, you know, if he comes on that podcast and truly says like, you know what, guys, I messed up. Mm-hmm. Like at least people, you're still going to be a dirtbag. But at least people aren't gonna like absolutely hate you. You would yeah. you would think they'd have enough respect for you that you came up and did, and just and said that. You know, you may not have respect for the guy, but at least he was man enough to say like, "I messed up." Yeah, we've all messed up. Maybe not to that extent, but we've all messed up in life. Mm-hmm. What kind of fine do you think you would get? Oh, they. Uh, it, I read it. it, it 50,000 50, 50, and some change. Yeah, 
It goes by inches. Inches after <laughs> after like one twenty or one twenty five, it goes by like a certain dollar yeah. per inch. Dude, yeah. it it could be one of the largest. Uh, <laughs> Um, on a single deer that what they've ever done. Poor boy said he makes four. He makes four grand in a year, and he just got racked fifty Gs. He might end up in jail. He can't pay the bill. <laughs> That's unfortunate, man. I yeah. shouldn't laugh. I shouldn't laugh at his misfortune, but it's like I'll feel. I, I feel really bad if it was le- like if this was legit, and he's just rattling off things nervously because he's just can't keep himself under control. I'll feel. I would feel bad, but I think we all lean one direction or the other. Yeah, I don't know. And like you know. I, I don't want to judge a book by its cover because that's the last thing you want to do. But I, I can't, I cannot, I would be lying to say that I wouldn't, I wouldn't look at that situation and just like raise an eyebrow. You know oh, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And like, you take that as far as you want to take it. I'm not going to sit here and say yay or nay to whatever he was doing. Yep. But like, I definitely raised an eyeball, eyebrow and was like, eh, he just kind of looked the part, talked the part, acted the part. Like something was just a little fishy mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, and you almost can't not talk about it because, first off, it's from it's, our state. It's a really hot topic right now, too. And it's like we – it just goes to show that Ohio oh. does grow the biggest deer. Megas. One of the, one of the one best of the states. No, no, they don't. Smallest. Smallest. Small, I'm sorry. Yeah. There's like four deer in the whole state. Yeah. yeah. And we killed them. them all this yep, year. So. One Spikes them. only. <laughs> Go to Iowa. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just it's just is hard not to talk about because it is – it's – it's crazy. I mean, that's... Yeah. World, I mean, especially... It's a world insane. record deer. That's yeah. It, see, it'd be different if... Like, okay, let's rewind. We wouldn't if, even care if... If this was 180. a 180-inch deer, We'd be we like, wouldn't even be having this conversation. No, yeah. not at all. It's like, uh, there's an Amish guy down the road yes. that just shot one last night. It's how, like, Yeah, how many who cares? Amish guys have been caught poaching 178-inch deer? Yeah, like, right. one, one a year almost, honestly. Yeah. Almost one a year. In our area, and I don't want to, like... We're not trying to... We're not bad, bad. No, this no, is no. facts, though. I mean, this is facts. Dude, there's so many deer around our area that get poached every year that it's, yeah. I, and the amount of people that get away with it probably that we don't know about. Oh, oh it's insane, tons, dude. Tons. I mean, tons. Kevin tells about a story. There's, I'm not going to get into detail, but there's a there's a certain area. If you wanted to look it up, you could figure it out. There's a certain area near Kevin's house that you're not allowed to hunt. Well, you tell a story, Kevin, about the, the uh, snow tracks and the yeah. That so last year uh, we got a little bit of snow over Christmas time. It was this time of year. And I went to work to do some stuff. I, it was just little stuff. Um, so I was gone for less than an hour. Drove past there, and I always look for deer in that this field and stuff. And Which this no one walk. is allowed to hunt. Yep. You're not even technically allowed on the property. On state state ground. Yes. Mm. So drove down through there. There was you know some deer out in this back corner. Came back, and there was a jet sled trail coming right up to the road. So like... Did back, somebody shoot yeah. shoot a deer back in there? And hey, here's my buddy. He's coming up the road, so I'm going to run out here and drag it on the snow with this jet sled, so I can you know make some time up, or I don't know. But like one one trail in and out, so like yeah, it's yeah yeah. And that's just and that's just you know and, right down the road from your house. And I contacted the game warden over that. I would have now done. now. There's nothing they could do because they there's no yeah they can't prove anything. No evidence, yeah. But. Uh, but yeah, maybe so, they can keep a close eye out on the area. Well, he said they were going to patrol the area a little bit closer. Yeah. The problem but, is, but that's not the only time. So, like, Dad drives semi, and he gets up at two, three in the morning, depending on his load such situation. He's heard shots go off before, you know, like small caliber rifle, and then just a, a vehicle go flying up the road, running <laughs> the stop sign and everything. Like, you know that they shot or shot at something, and they're getting the heck out of there yeah. for now. <laughs> People are not very subtle so, sometimes, right? And, and the area is just like here we are promoting it because like we just told a bunch of people. But truthfully, like I mean, 
It's, well, there's, last, there's last, deer out there every single day. Yeah. Last you year, um, there's some guys that we like to watch deer in the area just from the road and stuff. And there was this, well, I guess it'd be two, two, years, two years, years ago, ago. now. There was this mega freak out there. 220 mm. probably. And uh, <laughs> they are speculating that one of the neighbor guys shot it, poached it. With a crossbow. Can you believe that? Oh. <laughs> but they're they're not they're not for sure. They haven't seen the rack or anything. But you know they're just speculating. And Magically, the deer disappeared. And it's good. Kevin watched a spot and stalk from his road from his, from his house. Sorry, from his driveway. Oh that's yeah, funny. no, it's 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 crazy this area. Yeah, but going back on the the big deer, CJ Alexander mm-hmm. is that his name? I hope CJ. I know one hundred percent you're not listening to this, but I hope that for your sake that. It was just something stupid. Misunderstanding. A misunderstanding. Yeah, that, yeah. And like, you know how the internet is. You know, here we are talking about it. It could be all rumors. Like, yeah. it truly, if it truly is that he only didn't have permission signed on paper, I feel bad for the kid. If if his story is true and his sister really did give him permission, I give him, like, I feel bad. You probably could fight that pretty easily. But, yeah. <sighs> It's not but, looking good for him. Well, no, ODNR when it came out with the permission slip stuff, if he truly did have, and then also permission. they've they've publicly stated that he's conf- he's uh, confessed in front of. I almost said a fest. I'm like, that's not a word. <laughs> he's confessed in front of six um, game wardens. Yeah, but, other game wardens. Yeah. So whatever he confessed to, not yeah. not good. Not yeah. good. Not good. It's such a, like I said, it's such it's a bummer. Such a bummer yeah. for a deer that caliber to have yeah. that kind of story type. Yeah, but it stinks. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, little uh, hot topics: wolves it's, and giant <laughs> deer. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next year we can shoot a two thirty typical. Huh, huh yeah, Kev? Let's let's just go for it. Yeah, not not illegally either. No, like, let's let's try to get <laughs> permission. Yeah. Let's have a game warden in the tree with us to yeah. make. Sure Actually, yeah, he'll right. film it for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So let's get back into the podcast. I know that this one's kind of been all over the place. I hope you guys are enjoying it because I I'm I'm having fun. But oh yeah. Um. We're Colorado. Just, yeah, we're recapping the 2023 yep. season. And then we went to, for me at least, we went to Indiana then, and I was able to shoot my public land Woo! buck. And, you know, that was an awesome experience to be there at camp with everybody there, not just our group of guys, but, yep. um, you know, the entire group that was there. And Shout experience out all Simon that Brothers. And then you, you actually, you probably had the best season. And then you came home. Came home two weeks later. Um, smacked that bacon right there. with you and shot that deer, so... That pretty much, well, that didn't wrap my season up then because then the next weekend I went out and filmed Jarrett shoot his buck. His buck. So that was cool. Yeah. And then during youth season, um, the youth hunter that we went along with, um, she was able to harvest a a, a buck and me and Jarrett filmed that from a tree from a distance away. Hmm. So that was cool. That's awesome. I've I've had a very blessed season and I know I've said that before, but very blessed and, you know, just been a fun ride. Yep. Yep. And Jarrett's not here to talk about his, he had some family stuff come up. Um, so we're praying for him and everything that's going on. But he, Jared had a killer season. He killed in Indiana, killed mm-hmm. in Ohio. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I have not killed yet. Honey's still out. Actually, we were we were going to talk about that on this yeah. podcast, but we'll save it for another one. I I will do a update with Honey because it's we could get into detail. I had him at forty five yards the other night and just we'll just leave it at that for the next podcast. Yeah. So the next one we'll <laughs> talk a little bit more about it, but. Biggest deer I've ever had with bow in hand within range, I think, probably in my life. I would say so. Probably. Show! Yeah, I wanted to uh, wrap my 
neck around a tree or something as I was walking out <laughs> that night. But it is what it is. Not meant to be that night, so. Yep. Yep, yep. We've had a couple babies born on the yeah. team. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a crazy season. I had, oh, I, had was... a, I had a great target archery season. I don't. Yeah. I talked about it a little bit, but. Last year a, you did, yeah. Yeah, 23 this year. Yeah. Yeah, the end of, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. This year. Yeah, I was, I had a really good year. Was, Tudor buckle. Got that Walmart yeah. special buckle. I huh? did. I got that. Yeah, that 50 cent shooter <laughs> of the year buckle. Can you um send me the link to Amazon to get? Yeah. I'd like to get one. You can even get your name put on. Oh, that's <laughs> nice. Yeah. How much extra was the name? Uh, $2. <laughs> oh. Well worth it. Yeah. Well worth it. That's nice. But yeah, no, that was my season was good. And yeah, congrats with, on that, buddy. Ended with a baby, but yeah, it was uh, that was good. That was a good year for me. Mm-hmm. Shooter of the year is always tough. I mean, that's like that is that the, is the pinnacle. Yeah. yeah, which that's awesome in the amateur division. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's uh, it's funny because like everybody has their state archery stuff, and it's like nobody really cares. But like until you're in the state of Ohio shooting the state archery stuff, you find out how. How Dude, crazy there, the competition There's like is. 10 to 15 guys every year that take it super, super Oh, serious. yeah. And I'm not saying that there's only 10 or 15 guys. There's hundreds of guys that shoot. But what I'm getting at is there's 10 to 15 guys that are they taking could, any, it yeah, they could, serious. Any of them could win it. Yeah. Any of them could win it. And, um, yeah, it's fun stuff. Good stuff. Uh, Yeah, that'll probably wrap it's, it up for this yeah, podcast, huh, Kevy? Yeah. What you got on there? <laughs> 45, 50. Uh, but we had that we had intro a little bit that before, we, so that, it'll be a little over an time. hour. Okay. Well, yeah, definitely. We are just kind of give everybody an update on what's going on with the podcast. We are going to have my buddy Brad in house in studio in the next couple weeks. And then after that, we're probably going to kind of give the reins to Cromer as much as he can. Yeah. He's got a baby, so we got to be patient with it. It might be like every other week or something like that, but we're going to give the reins to Cromer. And we kind of want to do a, I don't know four five six episode kind of archery series so if you're if you're wanting to shoot a bow and you want to get better or if you just want to hear some stories or how to get into the archery in- industry or or just not industry competitions mm-hmm. um we're going to talk about you know some stuff and we're going to have some pros on and yeah. we're just going to have a good conversation bring justin It'll martin back yeah. from rogue yeah Maybe we could have old oh. Chatty in the basement. Yeah, we should bring. Yes, we should would, definitely. Would bring they Chad. both come in at the same time? Oh, I, that would be fun. You think we should separate them? Dude, for a few that episodes? would be fun. <laughs> Couple pros or duking we it could out. Do, we could do like a part one and part two because yeah. I know that podcast could be like <laughs> three hours long. Yeah, it could yeah, definitely. That'd be a fun part one, part two. Yeah, that would be fun. That'd be fun. Dude, Chatty and Justin in here. They could. I. Chad they might have good. to like get up and shoot a couple thousand arrows in between Ch- podcasts, right? <laughs> well, Chatty. <laughs> With his baby though, he might not be able to shoot mm-hmm. much this year. Yeah, no, he's still gonna. I think he's still gonna go travel a little bit. Yeah, so yeah. we'll see. We shall see. Okay, let's wrap it up, boys. Well, yeah, thanks for listening, guys. We really appreciate the support. And uh, remember, it doesn't matter what you've done in the past, you can always be born again. And born again is out. Peace. Bye.